Today, we as a church celebrate the solemnity of the Most Holy Trinity. And maybe when we think of the Trinity or hear the word Trinity, we might think of it as this kind of dense theological idea. Something that we just leave the really smart theologians to worry about. It's just too complicated. It's too easy to preach heresy. But, at its heart, the mystery of the Blessed Trinity, which the Catechism tells us is the central mystery of the Christian faith, is God's revelation of himself. He wants us to know him. And this revelation of God shows to us that this most blessed trinity has always been on a mission of love. A relational mission of love. The Father is on a mission to love the Son. He is the principle and the source of all mission. The Son is on a mission to love His Father. The Word of God spoken into mission. The Holy Spirit is, in a certain mysterious sense, the mission itself. Shared between the Father and the Son forever. This mission of love was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be. World without end. And what's more, this interior, self-giving mission of love would have gone on forever even if God had never decided to create us. Think about that. Even if God had never decided to create us. And yet, here we are. We exist. And this means that God, who is in himself love on a mission is on a mission to love you. He's on a mission to love you. You don't need to exist, and yet you do. And this is a bottomless mystery. The totally self-sufficient God, who needs absolutely nothing, who has been on this perfect and eternal mission of loving his own communion of otherness, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, chose to create you. He freely willed to invent you, to insert you into reality. Why did he do that? Because he wanted to share his love with you. It's as simple as that. He wanted to welcome you into his Trinitarian mission of love, shared between the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit from before space and time existed. He just loves you. He just loves you. That's it. It's all God has to give, because that's all God is. The philosopher Joseph Pieper once said, to love someone is basically to say to them, it is good that you exist. My brothers and sisters, 
the most holy trinity, speaks these words over each and every one of us constantly. It is good that you exist. The question for us, therefore, is how will we respond to this God who says to us, it is good that you exist. It's not necessary, but it is good. Will we receive his love? Will we receive that divine mission and just rest in it? Just be with him? By and large, humanity has responded to God's great, it is good that you exist, with flat-out rejection. When Adam and Eve let trust in their creator die in their hearts, when they chose to listen to the lies of the devil and fall into sin, they essentially were telling God to his face, it is not good that you exist, God. I want to be in control. I want to be the master of the universe, not you. But in so doing, they denied something fundamental about themselves. They denied the one who held them in being, whose very Trinitarian image and likeness they still bore in their nature. And so they died. They condemned themselves by denying that mission that God created them for, the mission that he had prepared from the foundations of the earth. Now, thankfully, God, as I said before, is always on a mission of love to us. And as Moses himself discovered in our first reading today, the Lord is merciful. He is a gracious God. He is slow to anger, and he is rich in kindness and fidelity. He is so good to us, so eager to forgive us when we sin. So eager to show us that he is actually love. We see God's greatest mission to love us, though, in our gospel today. In those words that are so familiar to us that, that they are, they're possibly missed on us. They're possibly wasted. God so loved the world that he gave his only son, so that everyone who believes in him might not perish, but might have eternal life. The Father sent the Son on a mission into this broken world, a world where there is racism, a world where there is looting and rioting, a world where there is abuse and every other kind of evil, a world where there is a desperate lack of charity, a world where we would prefer to cancel people rather than be reconciled with them. A world that holds little regard for the dignity of the human person. We throw people away. He sent his son on mission into that world. Not an imaginary, nice, perfect world. He sent his son into a sinful and dark world. He did this so that we can have eternal life. How do we get this eternal life? 
It began when we were baptized. It began in baptism, where we were intimately united with Jesus, the Son of God, the second person of the Blessed Trinity, who became flesh and dwelt among us. In that first sacrament of baptism, that gateway into the whole sacramental life of the church, we became adopted sons and daughters of the living God. That that life that he gave us was strengthened in confirmation, which we will see this morning. The gift of the fortification of the Spirit. He gave us divine life. It began at baptism, was strengthened in confirmation. And now... We are to live every moment of our lives by his grace in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. To put it slightly differently, we are now on a mission into the very heart of God's infinity. That's what heaven is. An ever-deepening mission into that attractive and beautiful adventure that is God's being. God's own life. We are on a mission to love God. To say to him, God, it is good that you exist. It is very good that you exist. And blessed is your name. You are praiseworthy and exalted above all for all ages. Here on earth, we participate in this mission to love and praise our God, most tangibly in the celebration of the holy sacrifice of the Mass. Even the word Mass comes from the Latin term Misa, which is where we get our word mission. Every Mass is a mission into the heart of God. The Eucharist is the sacrament of God's love for us. It's our participation in Jesus' eternal mission of offering himself to the Father out of love. He takes us with him into the core and the center of the most holy trinity. And that's why we say this is a foretaste of heaven. Our first communicant today is going to receive the body and blood of Jesus for the first time today. What a gift. It's the consummation, the closest thing we get to heaven on earth. And the rest of our lives must point to the encounter we have with Jesus in the Eucharist, with the Trinity in the Eucharist. So as we draw near again to this altar, let us abandon ourselves to the Holy Spirit Let us step into the Trinity. Open your heart and accept this great mission of love.